In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the owners group. on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles Live on Toginet. I am Ron Cohen, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and perhaps the unbelievable, knowing one's own Van Helsink, and with me, as usual, my co-host, the queen of pain, Maureen Wood. Hey, how you doing? You're not happy with me, huh? Uh, it's just been a rough day, a rough week. Rough week, huh? Yeah, Mm. but... You know. But anyways, we have uh, some news. Uh, we are busy this week, actually. Oh, there's a surprise. How we were busy. Yeah, mm-hmm. no kidding. Uh, we will be on WCCM on Friday at 4 o'clock in the afternoon for the Merrick Magazine with Lou Velocity. Remember uh, Lou? Right, I remember Lou. From our old radio station, WCCM? Yes, yes I do. Yeah, he was a cool guy. But we'll be on there talking about all things ghostly. And also on Friday, we will be up at the Eye of the Hawk. Okay. Don't spit at me, okay? That was Eye of the Hawk. Eye of the Hawk, yes. And Rye, Rye... Rye, New Hampshire? Rye, New Hampshire. Right. And what will we be doing there? Ah, uh, hell if I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's built as a ghost hunt seminar with Midnight Seance. Oh, yeah, great. You know, Perfect. Seances, don't you? Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, what's what's the deal with seances? Oh, before we go on to that, I actually want to talk about that a little bit. Um, also, on Monday, we'll be dining with the dead up at the Wyndham Restaurant, the Rehaunted Restaurant, mm-hmm. uh, with a friend from England and my co-host of Ghost Chronicles International, Gavin Cromwell. Woo-hoo. Who? <laughs> <laughs> So, anyways, that's what will be uh, happening up there on the weekend. Oh, you're actually doing something, too, right? You're On Sunday. On Sunday, you're yeah. doing what? I am teaching a mediumship class for Elizabeth Foley. Is, is, and is, is opposite a live ship class. Oh. Uh, we are tight. Yeah, we are tight. Anyway, now that's going to be on uh, Sunday from 10 to 5, I believe, and you would have had to have signed up early with Elizabeth. Really? Yeah, or taken one of her, um, I believe, angel cards. Uh, classes or her angel classes on the Saturday before, so it's a two-parter. It's Saturday she's teaching the angels, um, angel cards, I believe, readings, and then on Sunday I will be doing the mediumship class. Uh, so, anyways, the number here is eight seven seven eight six four four eight six nine eight seven seven eight six four four eight six nine to join us live in the Toki chat room. And anyways, uh, so what what do you teach? I mean, I, you, they take this one class and they walk away a medium. 
No, I think what it is is if you're, you wouldn't ordinarily take the class unless it's your interest is there and you've been probably practicing or your intention is to become a medium eventually. I mean, nobody starts out where, hey, it's one day you're not doing anything and the next day, you know, you're fluently talking to spirit. It's a progression, That's you know? That's scary. But, I mean, so what, what do you teach in this class? I mean, what are they going to learn? Well, I think that first it's, I teach him a little bit about understanding how energy works. So I explain to him, I show him pictures because my You're talking about spiritual energy. Spiritual energy. Yeah. So I'll show them some examples of our investigations or some different, um, you know, pictures that I have of uh-huh. doing communication work. And that way, you know, I think it's almost setting up the person's mind as a, an intention. They're understanding that it's possible. They start believing in it. They get in that mode. Next, I go into starting to do little labs, you know, where I have them work with psychometry. Oh, really? Yeah, so I hand them out. Um, so, I mean, how does that work? I mean, I mean let's, well, you're saying they, they have been practicing or have some ability to start with, right? Right, typically. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if not, you know, they have a, a high willpower to do it, and they might have been dabbling and doing different things now and then. And dabbling, I like that. This way, it's a way for them to, to test their ability. So what we do is we have everybody sit down and, you know, I, I have certain items that have already written down the majority of information that at least I know about it. That doesn't mean that they haven't been elsewhere, you know, prior to it. The, the items. One of those or you don't know where it's been? No, I actually, no. <laughs> I actually will write down all the information that I have, keep it to myself, um, hand out certain pieces of, um, you know, maybe one will be material, another one will be um, metal. Another one will be, you know, plastic. Oh, so you use different materials all together. Right, because I want them to see if they pick up on one piece of material versus another. Well, is there a difference between them? There is, because uh, I believe energy, you know, is conducted with metal, right? Metal right. conducts the energy. So anything that's metal, stone, because it has quartz, I was say stone, yeah, it. Stone, yeah, stone will. Um, wood, maybe a little bit, you know, pieces of wood, not as much. Um, however, it depends how intense the energy was at the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, plastic, yeah, you know, I don't think, sometimes you'd be amazed people do pick up some things, but for the most part, it's, it's more visual. I think if they, and I, I use sometimes wacky items because then I really throw their senses. I want them to take their, their visual ability out of it, you know, because if they're looking at it, then they're not using their psychic ability. So do you use pictures at all? No. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that. I have done occasionally, um, I'll take pictures and I will use pictures, but I'll even do remote locations with um, just putting in, you know, the like a X and Y coordinates of a location or, you know, where is a certain specific location, can, can, you, can you please describe it? So that way they're using some kind of like remote abilities. So now you're actually trying to have them tap into an area um, or a location that you're pinpointing and they should you know, like almost like remote viewing. So it's a little simple lab about doing that. So sometimes I will incorporate that depending on how much time we have. Now, do you ever take a picture, for instance, I mean, this is just my guess. If you had a picture, for instance, of someone you knew. Right. And you gave it to them, would you let them read the picture and see how that works? Yeah. I mean, is that a legitimate experiment or... It can be. Um, there's many different things or many different tools you can use. Um, one of them is, is even cotton balls, I've heard. You know, some people will have items. Excuse me? You know, you take, like, cotton, you know, like you take to wash a face with. Women might use it for doing their nails and so forth. You know, it's thought that if you take some... Some men. 
and infuse, yeah, infuse energy into it and then hand it from one person to another. It's a way to help set up a connection to people so that you can try to do a reading for them. Personally, I think if you're going to do that, why not just hold their hand, you know, or, you know, sit together and, and read cards. That's just another form of using energy. So there are a lot of different methods that you can use to try to get people tuned into the psychic abilities, and uh, we just go to have fun. We're actually going to be doing a seated uh, communication. By Not by candlelight. Oh, damn. But uh, this is going to be a meditation where we're going to kind of sit in a circle, hold hands, and, and see if someone wants to come in. Is that a little dangerous with people that really don't know what they're doing? Um, I wouldn't say they don't know what they're doing. I think a lot of people that have already taken these classes, um, Elizabeth uses ribbons for her psychic development. Yes, very good. Who's that from? Um, Lee. Thanks, Lee. Oh, is uh, that Lee? That's Lee. Oh, if Lee's there, uh, what's the uh, Canadian number so she can call in? Because I wanted to talk to her a little bit about synchronicity. Synchronicity? Yeah, because Laura and I talked about that in the last show, and it was it was really interesting. And uh, Lee knows quite a bit about it, evidently. And, uh, anyway, she has a theory about it. So I would love to hear from Lee if she would call in whatever the Canadian number is. Maybe our administrator might know that. Uh, if he's uh, listening. If, I, if he's listening. Anyway. Anyway, so... Uh, I don't think it's dangerous because so, you're also protecting... You so why is, protect wait a why is Elizabeth using ribbons? I mean, isn't that cloth? Yeah, you can use it. That's why I said you can use even cotton balls. You know, you can use cotton batten. You can use that because you're... It's, we're not looking here for long-term holding residual energies, yeah. you know, by using, you'd use that if you use jewelry and rings and so forth. But, I mean, if you're using, you know, ribbons, it's just kind of like using it maybe to put your intentions and your focus and your energy into it or on it, and then you hand it off to the person. Wow, that's cool. So it looks like now uh, Lee's going to be joining us shortly to talk about synchronicity, uh, which would be really cool. But anyways... Um, Right. So there are different things that uh, give off better vibrations than others, right? Is what, that what yes, I believe so. Okay. But it, that's the same in ghost dancing as well, right? Explain yourself. Well, for instance, uh, it, in certain like locations where there's a high rock strata of certain uh, quartz crystals or something, you might get... Uh, uh, more activity, paranormal activity versus, uh, you know, just plain dirt. Or right. even a, a water location might carry more. I mean, Brian always talks about the uh, NASA's uh, liquid uh, memory, whatever mm -hmm. it's called. I never remember that. Well, I mean, it's very possible, Any, yeah. Anyways, the Canadian number, why don't you type this down on, on the thing. If the Canadian number to call in is 903-595. 595? Right. 3273. She should really get Skype. <laughs> Skype is cool because you can talk from country to country without charges as long as you go Skype to Skype. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's actually a cool thing. I'm Not that I'm pushing Skype, but Skype is uh, pretty cool. So anyways, um, so we talked about the, the material. And, and thing. Now, what if someone is like, I mean, you pass something, you, you, you've already known some knowledge about this knowledge, this item I have in my hand, and you give it to them, and they come up with something that's totally different. You tell them, like, you're wrong? No, I don't tell them you're wrong. Basically, I tell them that, you know, I can't say on that, I can't give them any validation on that piece of it because it may have been before I even received the object, right? Mm -hmm. However, um, 
I can, I give a list of, you know, even feelings or reactions or whatever that I, that I know to be true that are associated with the objects. So, you know, I will tell you that typically a lot of people hit on it, dead on a lot of them. Really? Yeah. You'd be amazed. I would be. Yeah. Well, it's, it's really kind of cool, very interesting. Um, we even had done some, some work where once you're passing around the object, yeah. you start picking up energy from the person who's holding it. And then we start bringing in people and loved ones from those people. Huh? You, you know, we had the last class that I taught for Elizabeth. Right. Um, I, for like a good hour and a half, we were passing around objects. And what I'll do is when one table was done with it, I would take it and bring it to another table. Mm-hmm. And what happened was the person, when we started at the end and we're all done, and we said, okay, that's it. Now I'm going to read off. Now you tell me what you picked up on it. So I would have people raise their hands to tell them what they got. Mm-hmm. And then I would, you know, let them know what really what I had on it. And then what was interesting is the information that differed a lot of the time actually was resonating with a person across the other side of the room that was holding that piece. So maybe her father had a message for her, and when she was holding that piece, her energy or her worries or whatever it was was getting put into that piece, and somebody else was picking up the most current reading and not, say, an imprint that was left in the past. Oh, yeah. But how does this message thing get in? Well, is it imprinted on the object? Or is this something someone else picks up? Someone else picks up because of that. It was interesting. I had one woman hold like a... It's all very confusing to me. You know that, don't you? I know. Well, I had one ring, and this yeah. ring was sent around so a um, metal. So basically, she was holding the metal. She gave it to another woman. Right. She went around the whole room, and then she started saying, I'm getting something about this, a person. I, even, I don't even know if she said his name, but a father figure. There's a message from somebody who was holding this that's very worried about certain you know, issues. And so she actually sent a message? Yeah. So it was interesting, the fact that it just had happened. Uh, evidently, we were asking, too, if there was anybody in there that needed to give messages. So that was a way to kind of make the connection, I think. Oh. Now, I, I noticed, like, for instance, when we go on ghost investigations and use your pendulum uh, for scrying. Oh, and, don't uh, even say for scrying. What? Or what? dowsing. It's what? not scrying. Anyways, if we're talking about a recent article, a magazine article, <laughs> that just came out on the end of his magazine, right? Right. Nice, nice magazine. Nice magazine, yeah. but she got it wrong. Nice on the, Yeah, but she got that piece of it incorrect. So basically we talked about bowsing uh-huh. the pendulum, and she said a couple times scrying, and I guess that just kind of didn't sit well with me, only because I don't want people to make any assumptions and get any misinformation. Okay. But the thing is... Um, Oh, okay, Lee's on the line now, so why don't we bring Lee on so we don't waste all her dimes? Hello there. Hey, Lee. How, How are you are doing? You? Good. Can you hear us all right? Yeah, I can hear you guys good. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. I can hear you like a bad penny. Oh, God. Oh, no, now you're breaking up. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> Anyways, um... Lee was uh, listening to our show on Tuesday. It's yesterday, right? No, Wednesday. Well, you got me all confused. I'm as confused as you are. But anyways, and we, I was, had Laura on the show. We started talking about things that happen for a reason. And, mm-hmm. and all oh, I stuff. can't understand a word you guys are saying. It's all fuzz. Really? Is better? Yeah, really. Is it any better? Hello? Nope. Oh, that's not good, Lee. Um, should I try calling back in? Uh, this thing is not on your end, but it's not on our end because we don't have anything. 
Uh-oh, All right, let me give it a try calling back in, because all I'm getting from you is fuzz. Okay. Okay. Right, bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> well, that well, worked well. Talk to me for now until she calls in. Well, that worked well. About synchronicity. No. Anyways, um, the point I was making before uh, we get online was you use your pillow, not the scram, but for a thousand. But you don't need it because you're a medium. You pick up this stuff anyways. But does it act as a focal point to, like, draw energy for our, our concentration that, that that makes you start thinking and opens up? There's potential for there because you put yourself in that zone, you know? If you, It's just like anything else. You know, I hate to use this as an example, but Pavlo's dog, right? Oh. Well, you know, the Pavlo's dog, the experiment that when you'd, ring the bell and you see the dog and every time you'd ring the bell, the dog would come to eat. Yeah. Right? So it's similar to getting yourself trained to, hey, every time I have the pendulum and I'm open to make communication, you're just setting yourself up to do that. And I think that you could potentially, yeah, you can train yourself to make it a, um, what do you call that? What kind of device? Yeah. Trigger device. Trigger device. Right. All right. Lee's back in again. Lee, I can hear you now. Good, yay. Yay. <laughs> must, must be that cheap California, uh, Canadian wine. Uh, oh, it must be. Oh, the Canadian wine, one or the other. That's beer here right now. Oh, <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I don't know about the Canadians this year. I don't know. You, how do you think they're going to do? The Canadians? Yeah. So, well, I think the hockey team's going to uh, do well, but... Uh... I don't know. Do. They've got uh, they got the least. I mean, their heyday is long over, right? Oh, what's that? Their heyday is long gone, right? Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, for too sure. many teams. For but we're sure. not in here to talk about hockey. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Anyways, we're here to talk about uh, inconsistency. Synchronicity. Yeah, too. And <laughs> we, you have a theory on it. Is that why you uh, uh, irritated me the other day? Yeah, yeah. I've got a theory that, um, you know, things are set up to happen for a reason and that if you're not paying attention, it'll just pass you by. But once you start paying attention, it will really lead you to the place where you want to be. Because I've noticed that in sort of my own life over the past six, eight months or so, maybe even a little bit longer, once I started paying attention to things, um, how all these different Signs and you know coincidences all started oh, playing right. together. Right, that's that's actually what we talked about before on a, on, a, on one of our podcasts. Signs, how they're always around, but we, right. we don't look at them. We don't. Uh, what's the word? You don't notice them. You don't know enough right. to notice them. And then the more that you begin to notice them, the the stronger and the more often they occur. I just get totally bombarded with them now. I'm really getting fed up with them. Yeah. <gasps> Don't say that. Because you say that, and you're never going to get them. That's right. Really? Right. That's right. I started feeling overwhelmed with them, and then they stopped. Yeah. Now they've started up again, which is really? good. But, uh, yeah, for a while there, they were just coming left, right, and center. Probably in uh, through June through August, I was just getting bombarded every five minutes with them, it felt like. Huh. And that's mm-hmm. how it led me to Elizabeth Foley. Yes, that's right. Yeah, because oh, I met her accidentally in the chat room, actually, on Thursday night. Um, you got, It was a replay, and we ended up just talking and talking, found out she was coming to Canada, and it was just you know a stunning coincidence, because she had just popped in to say hi to you guys. Oh, 
Yeah, Elizabeth is a, a good friend of of, of mine, and uh, what's her name? Ma- Maureen. And what's her name? Yeah. Okay. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny how that works. I mean, she had never gotten that radio station uh, under her own show if it wasn't for me. Just having a conversation with her one day. Right. Yeah. And wow. I said, Maureen Virtual has a show. How come you don't? And you get you put the bug in her ear. I did. Exactly. But yeah, anyway. I just find I think it's just so important that you just have to keep your eyes open because you never know where the sign is going to be coming from. Now, exactly. Now, how did you find us? How did I find you guys? Yeah. Um, let's see. I start. I was listening to a variety of podcasts, and then I was listening to one, and they were doing an uh, an interview with Jeff uh, Bellinger. Is it? Yeah. For Ghost Village. So I went to the Ghost Village website, and they had a link on there for Ghost Village Radio, which is the Ghost Chronicles, and that's how I started listening to you guys. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. It's, it's just one little thing after another after another, how it, little things lead you from one place right. to another place to another. But as I talked about on the show the other day, I, I believe that things happen for a reason, but we still have free will. Right. I mean, we can choose to ignore that. Right. Exactly. But, you know, a conscious decision whether yeah. or not you accept it or like, you push it away. Or, or even if you come to a crossroad right. where you have a choices of doing right. it one way or another and, and you can pick one versus another one. Your path changes. Exactly. Right. And, you know, that's one thing that always bothered me about psychics and, you know, and telling you the future is that I always thought, that, you know, that was the future and that was it. But it isn't. It's just the way the future could be. Right. And unless I you made certain decisions. Right. I mean, I think when you're going to get a reading, a lot of times, I mean, everybody's different, right? You may have someone that's going to give you a reading for the future. Um, but most parts, it's sometimes for the future, but a lot of what is happening around you at the time. And, you know, helping you find that different path or maybe to pay attention to the sign that you might be, you know, otherwise miss. Because exactly. you're not open to it, you know? So what's the difference between a psychic and a medium then? I thought well, psychic sees the future and a medium. No, psychic doesn't now. always see that. No, you got it so wrong. Oh, that's what I look at it. Medium is not necessarily that it's here and now. Medium is when you're able to touch touch with that um, spiritual energy and Which talk is with, here and now. with the spirit. No, Which is here and now. No, 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 no. Oh no. yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh huh. To be able to talk with the spirits and the energy that's around you. Right. Okay. And psychic is it can mean actually it's a big bundle of terms. I think. I mean, it can encompass. Many ranges of ability. Really? Yeah. I mean, you could have precognition. You could have clear audience. You could have no, no, no. Um, clear audience. Sentience. Clear audience, of course, are mediumships. No, not. No, like they're not. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Uh-uh. uh-uh. There's different types of medium work. Okay. One is just a, a basic mediumship where you're communicating with the spirit, and but the way you communicate with them is the different abilities. Okay, here we go. Using uh, clear art. Here we go. Sentient. Here we go. Okay. The word psychic, pronounced psychic, from the Greek psychosis of the soul, mental, refers to the ability to perceive things hidden from the normal senses. Though what is described as extrasensory perception are those people who are said to have such abilities. It is also used to refer to theatrical performances, Wikipedia? Are you giving oh. me a huge break? So basically, that's what they were saying, basically. ESCP, you see the future. 
Yeah, there's other terms of psychic. I rest my case. You just you go, you can't go them. by Wikipedia. Can't you hear me? Yeah, right. Whatever. Edward Casey was a psychic. That's right, he was. Mm. But I just see lots of chocolate on Halloween night. That's the only future I see. Yeah, what was that? I see lots of chocolate on Halloween night. Well, there you go. I'll be up there. I'll be up there early. <laughs> Beer and chocolate. Can't beat that. Oh, yeah, I'm a chocoholic. Me too. You know, actually, uh, if you're doing uh, spiritual work, chocolate is actually really good for you, uh, Lee, because it grounds you. Yes, so I've, I've that. found that, that, actually. Drink, drink water. Who told you that? Drink water and chocolate. Those are two important that? things. Nobody. You know all of it. I'm, I'm just a <laughs> psychic. I am all-knowing. <laughs> No, that's well, actually I, one thing Elizabeth told me. She said, if you're doing a lot of psychic work, have a piece of chocolate. That's right. It's yeah. very grounding. Yes. And water. Water's important, too. Yes. Now, see, yes. when I did the mediumship class, I brought a lot of chocolate, but I really was like... She ate it all before she got there. No, I actually wanted people to wait to eat it till after, but whatever. <laughs> so I think next time I'll buy it, I'll bring it out after we're done and put it out, you know? So it's really more for grounding and get people more... Anyways, the number is 877-864-4869, 877-864-4869, join us live in the Togi chat, which is a little quiet tonight. Anyways, um, one thing I did want to ask you, now, you haven't been psychic all your life, have you, Lee? Um, I would say I've been intuitive all my life, um, but as far as uh, actively using it, no, that's that's only very recent. And And you... You think that like you came out of the closet, or, or you have this awakening? Yeah, I think it's it's sort of a, a more, an awakening and an acceptance that yeah, you know what, this is something that I can work with. Like it's it's like any sort of skill, whether you're an artist or a writer or something like that. The more you use it, the better you're going to get at it. Exactly right. So uh, right. you know, I've had. Uh, you know, I've seen and been aware of spirits all my life, but I've never tried to work, uh, you know, to communicate with them or anything like that. I've always had um, a lot of uh, claircognizance, knowing things that I have no good reason to know whatsoever. So, yeah, it's just a time for me to start working with it. Mm-hmm. Now, actually, I was talking, we, we did this investigation tonight, and we were talking to a reporter who came along, and... Uh, Marmy and I were discussing, and I'd say, you know, in the beginning, I really didn't believe in any of this stuff, and and now, uh, you know, being working with Maureen so closely, I think that uh, we're, we're more attuned. It's like uh, this is my. I mean, you, you may disagree with me, but this is my own theory: is that our vibrations are, are kind of matching each other now, so that we can begin feeling each things from each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what a scary that? thought! Oh, shut up. It would be a scary thought with Ron, but I actually understand what he's saying. Yeah, I think so. I think what happens is, um, I mean, granted, I know myself that a lot of times when I go home after doing investigations that I pretty much try to cut the cord, you know? Mm-hmm. So any energy that's connected, I try to disconnect, whether it's, you know, a friend or family, whatever, because we really shouldn't be keeping those cords connected. Because right. um, it's draining, you know, it can be very draining. Oh, Absolutely. Um, so luckily, I build walls. So yeah. Well, so you do that. You know, I think it's always recommended to do that. But occasionally, yes, when you're working together, and you know, you may get that energy that kind of goes out. To me, it's like I hate to use this word, but like tentacles. You know, like yeah. energy, like strings of energy that potentially can make a connection, and you pick up the other person's 
you know, feelings, thoughts, what have you. Oh, Lee, you're not going to believe this. We have to take a break. Do you want to hang on or... Yeah, I can hang on. Oh, cool. Thank you. No problem. Uh, anyways, you are listening to Ghost Chronicles Live with uh, Ron Kohick and Maureen Wood, and we'll be right back after the following messages. They flourish on a secluded farm 3,500 feet above sea level in Hinotega, Nicaragua. These coffee beans grow in the shade of hardwood trees and banana plants, thriving in the rich organic soil. Shade-grown coffee grown at higher elevation has a better quality. There are two benefits, a slower growing cycle for the plants that allows time for the sugars in the bean to mature, and the natural composting from the nitrogen-producing canopy. And now you can order this international gourmet coffee online at NicaraguasBestCoffee.com. Order 12-ounce and 16-ounce bags or save with a discounted price by ordering in large quantities. Three different coffee beans available, Arabica, Marigold Gaipe, and Green Oro. Prepare to enjoy the richness and the soothing flavor of some of the best-tasting coffee in the world. Order online at NicaraguasBestCoffee.com and enjoy Central American flavor, aroma, and richness of Nicaragua's best coffee. Sending a heartfelt message is one of the best ways to touch someone, to touch the heart. But it's easy to forget birthdays, anniversaries, and other special occasions. Imagine how many lives you would touch if it was easy to send those heartfelt messages. Send Out Cards provides a way for you to send a personalized greeting card to a friend, loved one, or business associate in less than 60 seconds from the convenience of your computer. You can even add a gift or gift card. Send Out Cards is about helping people reach out to those around them. It's amazing what a simple message can do. Send Out Cards helps you act on your promptings to reach out and change lives. Show host Michelle Bateman has learned through personal experience what it means to be an eagle by always working to be your best self. Please join our conversation on Send Out Cards Radio with Michelle Bateman to learn what it means to be an eagle on toginet.com. Radio with a cutting edge. Hello, we're back. Hello, we're back. <laughs> we're back. You're listening to Ghost Chronicles on Toginet. I am Ryan Coates. She is Maureen Wood. Hey, Lee. Hey, guys. What the heck is that? What's what? That music. Oh, boy. I don't hear any music. Yeah, we do. God is playing music for us. And I will be very mad at God if he doesn't shut that off. <laughs> Thanks, God. <laughs> uh, what had happened is we did have some music here on our end, but not on your end. Not sure if you heard it. So anyways, uh, number is 877-864-4869, And we are talking, uh, join us live in the TokiNet chat room. We are talking with Lee all the way from Canada, eh? Right. All the way hey. from Canada, eh? <laughs> So anyways, I forgot where we left off. We were talking about what? Oh, come on. Tentacles. No. Yes, we were talking about tentacles. <laughs> no, actually, actually, when you think about it, now, Marlene always has a theory that everybody is psychic or has a psychic ability. And when you think about that, uh, it's, you know, you've got motherly instincts, right? Yeah. You know when something's wrong with your child or when something's wrong. Uh, you also have, um, what's that other thing? Like if you're married for 35 years. Well, love is one of the biggest psychic connections. Right. Connections, rather. And you can actually, um, 
you know, they'll complete your sentences. Right. right. How about you, Lee? How is, you know, do you have a psychic link to anyone, your husband, your children? Um, actually, I have a psychic link um, with both my husband and my children and with uh, a couple friends of mine, actually. Okay. Um, now, I know uh, one of my friends, she was traveling in South Carolina, and she was, uh, you know, by herself, and she was uh, feeling very lonely. And then just at that moment, a text would come through from me. I would just be thinking of her, think, oh, I should t- give her a text. Right, because, you know, in a way, she's probably reaching out to you and calling you without necessarily picking up the phone. Exactly. Exactly, and I mean, I find that with uh, with my husband, he can, uh, you know, he can read me like a book at times. Really? What kind of book are you? Oh, I'm a good <laughs> book. <laughs> a fifty year read. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, anyways, um, we uh, well, Ron is thinking about going to Canada. Really? Oh, is he? You? Mm-hmm. You run or your son run? This run. Oh. And so where are you uh, in Canada, Lee? Um, I'm about an hour north of Toronto. Is people an hour left off of Toronto? Yeah. People live several hours north of Toronto. Really? Really? Are you on Hudson Bay? No. No. I can can drive for half an hour and actually be in a city with apartment buildings and stuff. You know. I'm serious. Wow. Not all moose and polar bear here. Okay. <laughs> now, um, I want to get back to Lee. Uh, she is working on her psychic development. Uh, are you doing anything with it? Are you doing readings or, I mean, or anything yeah. like that? Or going out investigating? Um, I've, I'm part of a, uh, a ghost hunting group that's out of Barrie. Um, I went on, uh, the last one was... Uh, I think it was two weekends ago. We did uh, we do a museum that's uh, just a little bit north of us, the museum on the Boyne in Alliston, and uh, had some really good results there last time. Really? Do you want to tell us about? Up... Sorry? Sorry. You want to tell us about? Yeah, yeah. It's a um, it's an old agricultural uh, building. They used to do you know things like 4-H club and stuff there, and uh, since then it's been uh, transformed into um, a museum for Simcoe County, which is sort of a rural county. They have an 1850s log house that they've moved to the site, um, and they have a lot of uh, artifacts from uh, Sir Frederick Banting, who discovered insulin. Um, And as well, you know, a fair number of other uh, artifacts because it is a museum. So um, the curator had discovered um, a few few odd things. They would uh, change the displays, you know, with the seasons, and they'd come in the next morning, and the display, everything would be turned backwards. Really? Really. Backwards in, as in reverse? Or just... As in reverse. So if they had, you know, a picture of somebody facing outwards for display, it would be turned around facing the other way. Well, that's because they want to look at it. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, they'd always noticed uh, a presence in the upstairs of the museum, and uh, he's since been identified as one of the builders of uh, the actual building. His name's Andrew. Um, but the scariest... And how is he identified? Um, basically through psychics, and they've started doing a little bit of research, and they have found a number of Andrews who worked on the building. All right, so someone came up with the name Andrew. That's right. See, a lot of people don't understand how this psychic thing works, or mediumship works. You know, you know how, how does it work? Somebody, like you said, just picked up the name Andrew, and then they started doing research, 
and they kind of like verify it, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and how how long have you been with this group? Uh, I've only been with this group since uh, the past June. Okay. Okay. Um, they, uh, I've been on uh, three investigations with them, two at the museum, and then I did um, this uh, the- an old theater, the South Simcoe Theater. That oh, one was awesome. really overwhelming for me because of the sheer number of spirits that were there. Really? Yeah, we were upstairs, uh, sort of in the... Um, in a loft, and uh, there's one spirit that's always there in the uh, in the audio room, and so he was sitting there, and I could pick him up no problem. And then it's almost as if they could tell that I could hear them, and or that I should be able to hear them and understand them. Huh. So then there was two, then there was three, then there was four, and then there was another one that came up the stairs, and my mind was ready to explode. I said, "I just got to get out of here. I can't deal with this right now." Well, yeah, it becomes like a revolving door. Exactly. The next night, there was actually uh, another psychic who was there, <clears throat> who's been, uh, who's a little bit more experienced than I am, and uh, she counted seven separate spirits there. So no wonder I was feeling so overwhelmed that night. Wow. Now let me ask you, Lee, when you're picking up, because I know that everyone feels something differently. I mean, I have many friends that have their different experiences, and you know, you come to know. It's almost like how your body you know, reaches out or like an antenna and how it picks up the energy. So, right. you know, I have a friend who she gets pressure on her head or on her shoulders when there's spiritual energy around. Is there anything in particular that you, you feel with the way your body interprets it? Um, I usually have a feeling at the back of my neck, almost like somebody's standing there with their hand there but not quite touching me. Mm-hmm. And that's when I know that there's, um, there's a good solid presence there. Um, and also, I'll just get the feeling that there should be somebody standing there. You know, I'll be looking at a spot, and it's like there should be somebody there. Like, you just know that, there's, that, that there is an energy there, but I can't see it. Right. And then I'll start getting the flashes of the images or words in my mind, etc. But generally, now, you, it's just those are the two main feelings I have. Do you use equipment to try to verify what you, what you see you feel? Yes. Um, the group that I'm with, they, uh, they have the EMF meters. Um, temperature sensors, and he also sets up uh, a fair number of cameras as well. Oh, that's cool. So they're a fairly well-organized group then? Yeah, they are. And, and what's the name of the group? Do they have a website? Um, they don't have a website. They're on a, uh, there's a, a group, there's a, a, a set of websites called meetup.com. And oh, yeah. uh, the organizer, his na- name is uh, Jeff Ostrander, and it's the Haunted Berry Group. Barry? Yeah, Barry. Barry. B-A-R-R-I-E. Barry. Yeah, yeah. Barry. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. That's the second time I've heard about that meetup. Um, oh, it's, it's all around. Uh, you know, I, I guess I'm just kind of in the it's dark. It's around here as well. Yeah, I just haven't really seen it or I haven't really gone on it. So, um, But it's just interesting. Why, are you looking to meet up with a group? No. <laughs> I have more than I can handle right now. You extra work? I can get you some extra work if you want. <laughs> uh, no, that's quite all right. You're already yeah. doing that as we speak. Now, the meetup group is good because I hook up with the uh, medical, metaphysical store that's uh, close to me. Um, they put all of, their, uh, all of their courses and their readers and that, they put that on the meetup group as well. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Now, now I, I assume you use some type of protection when you do this. Yes. Yes, yeah. I have um, I have an amethyst crystal that uh, that I have that uh, provides me a lot of protection. 
Um, I call upon the archangels to protect me and uh, as well my spirit guides. Okay, very good. Um, And then I usually, you know, I have a number of crystals, so I just go through sort of that night. It's like, okay, so which ones, who do I need to take with me tonight? And uh, I also carry a little bit of change in my pocket. Oh, good, grounding. Yeah. Very good, very good. A little holy water wouldn't hurt. Yeah, yeah, I don't really have much access to uh, to holy water. I'm not a good Catholic girl. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well, I can tell you not from the French part of Canada. No, no, that I'm not. Although the church that I live behind uh, is a Catholic church. Oh, it was, okay. <laughs> now, the, uh... <laughs> yeah, you could get some. Oh, yeah. If you get our newsletter this month, you you can actually, uh, the, the letter of the month was all about holy water. Oh, okay. Really? Have you signed up for a newsletter? I think I have. I should have. You should have gotten it then. If I haven't, I'll do it. If you go to our website, com, you subscribe free to our newsletter, and uh, we send it out, and it's great. (laughs) How fabulous. It's got the picture of the month. Someone submits a picture. uh, We go through all of them, take the best one, and put it out there. Uh, which was one from uh, Spectral Evidence. Spectral Evidence, yeah, and the picture is amazing. Pretty good. Um, and uh, you can almost see like a full apparition of a, it looks like a woman. You Not know? to me. No, it looks like it. No. Nope. Like you look, I see an arm, it looks like an arm. I, I, I see like somebody it. holding a skull. Really? Yeah. I don't see that. I see I, it's all interpretation. Yeah, I see a skull. No doubt in my mind I see a skull. Really? I'll have to go back and look at yeah. it. Well, yeah, I'll have to look at it. I did get the newsletter, oh, but I go. saw the picture, I didn't see a skull. Okay. And did you see? And Sorry. did you get the uh, the uh, question of the month too? The, no. Am I supposed to participate in that? Well, that was the plan. Oh, sorry. But anyway, what is the question of the month, Ron? <laughs> what, Lee? What is the question of the month? Yeah. What is the question? Well, the question of the month, of the month it, it was rather lengthy. It was all about uh, holy water. Uh, oh, okay. It was from a listen, listener of our uh, uh, podcast, and we we talk about it quite a bit, as you know. <laughs> And uh, they want to know all about it because they weren't Catholic. They want to know where to get it and, you know, what it was used for and how to use it. And that's what the letter of the month is all about. The question of the month. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> so anyway. All right, Lee, I don't want to uh, uh, cost you a million bucks in this thing, although I don't want to lose you either. But <laughs> Now, I've got a calling plan. Otherwise, I wouldn't be calling in. Oh, really? It's actually cheaper for me to call the Texas phone number than it is for me to call long distance here in Canada. No way. Unbelievable. Yep, believe it or not. That'll change when Obama gets in. What's that? I didn't say that. Don't even, you know, you didn't hear him, did you? No, I didn't. Okay. Let me repeat it. That'll change when Obama gets in. God. Oh, Lee, you have to move to the United States. I need help. (laughs) (laughs) I think you do. I think you do. (laughs) Although, something interesting I found out. My ancestors originally settled in Salem. Are you kidding? No, I'm dead serious. Wow. Yep, they did Salem, then they did Woburn, Massachusetts. Yeah. And then they came up to Canada in the late 1700s. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I feel like you're longing for home. 1700? Your relative. 1700? Yeah, the late 1700s. My family came over in like 1734 or something. Were they Tories or something? No, the Wright. The Wright? The Wright family. Ah. 
Yeah, that's that's whom I, I'm descended from. That is very cool. That's before we, we were a nation. It was. Yeah. It was before so, we were a nation, I'm thinking too. they must have been Tories, and they, they, they fled to, to uh, escape persecution. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Mm. But what do I know? Do you have the smart ones that left? What do I know? I'm only Polish. At least you uh, come back, you know, visit. <laughs> yeah, no, I want to get down there one of these days. Oh, we'll have to sponsor you. You will. Yeah, we will. Come down on vacation. <laughs> yeah, well, you well. were asking if I was doing readings, and I'm going to be starting doing readings next month. Now, how do you feel about that? That that always in, intrigues me. Uh, people doing readings because, especially if they've never done them before, and and like they're doing their first readings, and I assume you got to charge for these, right? Yeah. Now, you get. I shouldn't even be talking about it. You like putting doubts in people's minds, right? No, no, no. Well. No, seriously. Just because she hasn't charged doesn't mean she hasn't done them. That's right. Right. So you've been doing readings for friends and families, right? Exactly, yeah. See? She's getting preparation so that she can feel more confident. Does making nervous reading. or well, well, you know what the, the, the part that makes me the most the nervous is... All, first of yeah. all, there's, you know, the unknown is always difficult for you to sometimes take a step and a plunge and just and get your faith and believe in it, but... If you don't, it's a catch-22, you know. If you don't put yourself out there, then you don't grow psychically. Okay. But, uh, let's, let's talk about the Red Sox. The Red Sox were playing the, what, the seventh game of the, uh, um, the series before the World Series, AHCC uh, champions, and they contacted a psychic in Salem, and she went on the TV and told them that they would struggle until the seventh inning and then they would triumph uh, big. And, of course, they lost. Yeah. Yeah, well, that was their foolishness to believe. Because you know what? At the time, it may have been that it could have been very close, but you know, you don't want to. They had opportunities, but they never cashed in. Exactly. So it's all like you said. You might give a reading to somebody, but they have to also work it and do it too. They can't make an assumption that it's going to fall into their lap. Because at the time, the stars are pretty much aligned up. Oh, so this is like a lottery ticket thing. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. Huh. Wicked interest. You know, you just make an assumption that, hey, it's going to come my way and I don't have to do a thing. I mean, um, Lee, have you ever watched The Secret? No, I haven't. I've read the book, though. Okay. This, I would recommend, I mean, I listen to the, um, the CDs all the time, and I think they're amazing. But then I hear, you know, you'll go on TV, you'll go listen to the news or something, and you'll see someone that talks about, oh, The Secret is damaging to people and it's horrendous. Well, no. And not everyone is one, I believe, is ready for it because... One, it takes its belief, its faith, its knowing in your heart that things can work out, and it's having that ultimate faith is really what you're reinforcing. It's not saying sit on your rear end and do nothing and expect the universe to hand everything to you. It doesn't work out? No. Oh. It's, it's just, to me anyway, it's opening your eyes and allowing you to say, yeah, you know what, I can get my dreams. I can get everything I want as long as I put myself into that position. You also have to help it as well, you know? Exactly. Looks no, no. like the old no. joke about the uh, the guy who he prays every week. God, I want to win the lottery. God, I win the one. Hey, I want to win the lottery. And then that. one day God says, "Look, meet me halfway. Buy a ticket." Yes. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Lee. She's called my joke. Good. I get that See, on she, she pulled it off better than you. Yeah, that's true, though. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to steal your joke, Ron. Oh no, you go, girl. Uh, that was so bad. <laughs> oh please. Uh, anyways, the um.
But anyway, Lee, I want to wish you good luck with that before we start doing your reading, so I know you'll do great. Oh, well, thank you. You know? You know, thank you are... You know, the, the most nerve-wracking part of the whole matter is that people are going to be paying me money, people whom I don't know. That's so there's you know, that whole performance thing. Yeah, but you know what? Better that. You know why, Lee? Because no. you won't have that feeling of, you know, you're going to ask them. I would recommend, too, is to tell the person, listen, you know, if there's something you don't want me to say, I mean, granted, we don't want to say, hey, you're going to drop dead tomorrow. That's not how it works, right? No. Right. But if you, you say to them, is there something you feel uncomfortable talking about? And they're like, oh, no, please, if there's something you see, great. So, you know, you want to bring up whatever you pick up and not feel, like, inhibited by it, you know, that you can't say it. Because I think what happens is it's easier for someone that you don't know. Okay. Because when you start hitting on something and you know that you're making that hey, connection. Hey, hey, are you talking about me again? No. Huh. You know you're making that connection. It'll actually, it'll start, you know, making it a lot stronger. Okay. I, uh, I don't know. I, I can do readings over the air and it doesn't bother me at all. Oh, dear God. No, it's true. You know that. Yeah, I know. It doesn't bother me at all. In fact, I, I, I feel very comfortable with doing them. But face to face, I can't do them. I like <laughs> there is a There's a risk when you read for people because some people you'll get that are very, I feel bad, but it's like they listen to every little teeny they word hang that on you every say. Word, right. Exactly. And you have to be so careful because they are looking for a certain way for you to say it so they can just kind of pull it as their own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, and that is very tough. And you're going to find, too, be very careful because when you start doing readings and the name, your word gets out there, the name gets out there, sometimes it's very tough because you'll get some people that just, you know, keep coming back to you. It's like, listen, I just read to you a couple days ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they just want to keep hearing more information. And you feel bad because they're not growing that way. They're not learning that way. Right. I, I don't get, oh, that, oh, I know. Yeah, they just kind of like, they hang on and hang on. They don't want to let you go. Right. They're almost like a junkie. Yeah. I had some, I had this one person, of course, thank God she's not listening. Um, <laughs> she was calling me. I mean, I was, I was going out to work in different parts of the country, but she would call me up and she's like, where's my personal psychic? I mean, she was losing it. Oh, wow. And she would call me all the time. And I was like, okay, you know, not for nothing. I want to help you, but you have to be stronger too. You have to start being strong for yourself. You can't, I can't tell you how to run your life, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. So it's it's tough, and, I'm, you know, it's very difficult. It, I know for me sometimes, you know, I, I'll do readings. I go through spurts of, like, doing readings for people, and then I almost take a break for a while because I need to regenerate myself. Right. right. Now, yeah, that's the other thing. You, you have to realize anytime you're working with the paranormal that it does take a toll on yourself. Yeah, uh, I have noticed that. Mar Marlene be wasted the next day. Yeah. Right? Yes. Now, is there a way to, to prevent that? or? or... There, I think there is. It's just that depending on the shape you're in, when you go out to do investigations mm -hmm. and when you do readings, really plays a big role in it, you know? If I'm already tired and I'm going out, it's just only going to drain me that much more. Right. right. Yeah, that so. makes perfect sense, because the last investigation I went on, I wasn't feeling well when I, mm -hmm. when I started out, and then uh, midway through it, I, I felt like I'd hit a brick wall. Exactly. Yep. You just, it's so tough. I mean, you, start, you need to get to know your, your, 
you know, your own body, your own energy and how it works. And, and you need to kind of take a respite now and then. Yeah, yeah, which I've been doing over the past couple of weeks because I'm having a heck of a time kicking that. You have what? Oh, I'm having a heck of a time kicking that uh, that bug that I caught. It's oh, no. Beast. Oh, yeah, it's just it's sticking with me and sticking with me. And, uh, yeah, the kids have got it. It was something that the kids brought home from school naturally. So. Oh, of course. Then it goes around the house. Exactly. You know, you, go, you have to share, you know. Wait till oh, yeah. Obama gets it. Oh, would you please? Oh. Uh. There'll be no living with you next Wednesday night. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Because everyone knows who's listening that we have the elections, right? We do. Next oh. week. Oh, yes, that's right. Next Tuesday night. Right. It's, I mean, yikes, that's all I can say. Right? Yep. We yeah, already had our elections, so. You've had yours? Yeah. No, ours was nice and quick. It started election. at the beginning of September, and it's already done. <laughs> really? Yeah. Which yeah, like we don't have the every four years the government has to be dissolved, then they have an election. Ah. Yeah, it's very different. Well, it's nice doesn't because... last as long. You don't torture everybody for like a year and a half. Exactly. 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 I mean, my parents know more about the American election than they do about the Canadian one. God bless them, huh? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we get CNN, we've got Fox and, you know, all the networks and all that. So you flip it on, that's all you get. Uh, okay, now do you get you get all the ghost hunting shows up there too? Yes. Okay, and do you have any others that we don't get that you know of that are originated in Canada? Um, there's one that I've watched a few times called uh, Girly Ghost Hunters. <laughs> Girly? Girly Ghost Hunters. Girly. G I G I R L Y. Girly. Girly. And it's basically two uh, two women who are down in the Hamilton Niagara area who go and do investigation. Oh, I thought it was two guys. No, two girls. That makes sense. <laughs> and well, we, you guys have rescue mediums down there. Are they what? Rescue mediums. No, we don't have that one either. Okay, I think they're off uh, out of the West Coast, BC, from here. I haven't watched it, but I have heard of it. Huh. Interesting. We, we get Paranormal State. Yeah, we watch. I watch that on A and E. And we get uh, the Ghost Adventures, which is a new show. Oh, Ghost Adventures. Adventures, yes. No, don't have that one yet. Guys go into a place and they torment the spirits. Yeah, which I don't like. But they lock themselves up for the night. They have the people put a bolt on the door. Yep. And lock them in for the night. But then they they torment them. I'm just waiting for the day to have you know see someone get their butt kicked. Oh, that's frightening. Yeah, it is frightening. Yeah, we've got one spirit here who's, uh, he was a drunk in life, and, you, you know, he's a wife beater and everything like that. And um, one of the girls who I was on the, this is at the log cabin up at the museum, and uh, she said, oh, yeah, I used to work in a bar. I'm not afraid of drunks. I said, no, that's a drunk who's out. The drunks that's from home, those are the ones you got to be frightened of because he'll kick you down the stairs. Uh-huh. And, uh, oh, yeah, he's, he's a nasty. Yeah. yeah. Because just as you know, I'm sure, and, you know, just because a spirit or someone is tasked, they take along their personalities. Oh, yeah, uh, no, I know that. Yeah, so, I mean, that doesn't mean just because, you know, they've passed it, all of a sudden they're nice. That's like, you know, you have someone or you know of someone that's passed away, and then immediately everybody's like, oh, so-and-so, oh, and it's like all of a sudden they might have not even liked this person while they were alive. Mm-hmm. But now that they've passed, it's like all of a sudden they're a miraculously nice guy. Yeah, Exactly. 
No, I'm like, I don't think so. No. No, because I've gone upstairs. He mainly is upstairs in this old log cabin. And uh, I went there during the day one time, and I had my two kids with me. And so we went upstairs, and uh, my little guy, he was five, he, he gets upstairs, takes one look, he says, Mommy, I want to go now, and bursts into tears. Really? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And then we get downstairs, and he says, Mommy, there's somebody watching me. There's somebody huh. over there, and he pointed to the stairs. I said, all right, bud, let's go. Oh, wow. He made it. He yeah. yeah. Well, we always thought the kids Kids have, are very yeah. open anyway. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Oh and I mean, my mom, my mom's been, uh, been like, you know, she's, uh, she's always been intuitive as well, but she chose to shut it down. Yeah. Mm. Oh, is that the two-minute bell? That's our two-minute warning. That's our two-minute warning, Lee. Is it already mm. nine, almost nine? I can't believe yeah. it. I know. Yeah. You were a great guest you are, so I'm glad you called in. Yeah, thank you so much. Oh, well, thanks for having me. This was fun. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so anyways, we're going to let you go because we have to wrap, wrap things up. Wrap them up. Wrap them up. Wrap them up. Yep. All right, sounds wrap. good. Happy Halloween. Yes, yes to you. To you, too. Wish us luck for next Tuesday night. The elections are need it. Yes, good luck. Whichever way you want it to go, I hope it goes that way. All right. I know it won't, but that's okay. <laughs> All right, you two take care, and we'll talk right, to you thanks, soon. Take, take care, care and, and good you luck too. with the meeting. Okay, bye. 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 Oh, that was cool. Huh? Yeah, she's great. I like Lee. She's a nice person. I know it, and uh, oh, I know why people. Gavin's over there. I know that uh, Amanda's going to see her. And oh, yeah. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So they're all going to see Gavin. So, yeah. anyways, yeah, um, lost them together. That's okay. So, anyways, it was. We did an investigation today. We went to a bar, mm-hmm. a very cold bar. Very freezing cold bar. Freezing cold bar. Yeah. And uh, you actually be able to see some of that investigation on the website. That's right. What's Suncast. Suncast.com. Yeah. Uh, we'll link it on our site, IndieGhostProject.com. If you want to get our free news- newsletter, you can go on the website and just uh, put your email addresses, and they'll send it to you. You can unsubscribe subscribe if you get bored with it. <laughs> it's uh, you know it's kind of cool. I I like doing them. Uh, someday I'll have some help with it. But you know, <laughs> it's good. It's all good. Wishes with fishes. If wishes with fishes. Yeah, I don't know. That just was popping in my head. Yeah. Anyway. So, anyways, uh, we did this investigation at, at the spa where Edgar Allan Poe is supposed right. to hang out. The Worthen. The Worthen. The Worthen, right? On Worthen Street. On Worthen Street and Lower Mountain. That's right. I think they planned it that way. But we didn't find Edgar Allan Poe. No, we didn't. No. No. We found Although I'm sure he frequented many bars. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say there, Maureen? But, uh, well, since the fact that somebody goes with a half a bottle of, uh, half empty bottle of booze on his, on his, uh, casket or something every year, I think that just pretty much tells the tale. Yeah. Oh, I think it's time to say. Yeah, it's wrapping it up. Wrapping it up. Oh, well. But anyways, um... Tune in next week. We'll have uh, something interesting. Hopefully. <laughs> and uh, good night. God bless. God bless. Goalies to ghosties. Whatever happened to Peggy Sue? She was 17 when Buddy Holly wrote the song that changed her life. Buddy Holly's hit song, Peggy Sue. Tragedy struck on February.